Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Good morning and welcome to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services along with Trent Haston from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts Sunday 9 to 10 here every man, Sunday. Man, you talking fast like the micro machine, man. Micro this I'm drinking coffee in the afternoon. Good morning. Welcome to At Home with Roby. We got, micro, <laughs> we got a little micro truck. Sold! Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> I made Trent jump. He just blew 4,800 truck speakers. Well, no, I was listening. I listened to a show uh, on, while driving down the road the other day and. You know, I, th- I got to talk a little bit louder, Trent. I feel like maybe I, maybe I wasn't coming across. Oh, really? Were you were you I was passive? Hi- I was hyper analyzing myself. I've always thought you were passive aggressive myself. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a great compliment. Yeah, thanks. I think I'm more aggressive aggressive <laughs> yeah. these days. Be aggressive aggressive. Reagan <laughs> Reagan's always taken up for my passive aggressive friends. <laughs> oh wow! Dang, coming Burn. heavy. I Second week of double deuce. I hear that. It's one of those. It's the like, two o deuce goose. The the passive aggressive. Like hey, you're you're doing a good job. But yeah, I threw a butt in there. I threw eighteen butts. Yeah, it's like wait a minute. What do you I call didn't that? Throw a butt. A compliment sandwich. You start with a compliment, then you crush somebody, that's, and then you compliment them at the end. That's management management one hundred and one. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so if you feel like somebody's being real nice to you, then they hit you in the gut, and then they're real nice. No, no, they sandwiched you. You got sandwiched. <laughs> that was actually, believe it or not, it was on. A, it was Walk on away a, with a tear. It was on a Family Guy episode. You ever watch that show? Very rarely. When I have caught glimpses of it, the guy is funny. It is. It's funny. And the dog's funny. Well, the baby started a business, and he brought the dog in and was like, kind of, kind of dressing him up. And he's like, "This is going to be a compliment sandwich," and he, and he did it. And I was like, "Unbelievable!" Where they come up with this stuff? But you're looking really? at me real funny. Yeah. I don't, I'm not. I'm not following you here. <laughs> okay. You lost me. You ever watched The Simpsons? Oh yeah. Yeah. I hadn't watched it. I don't watch any of that stuff. But we we watch it to fall asleep. We always we always record them on whatever you know the, the recording thing, and uh, it's sort of like the last thing we put on when you're about ready to to, to call it a night. My kids are all into impractical jokers. That's okay. A, that's the humor of a of a young teen preteen age. Impractical jokers, which I like that. I mean, funny I hadn't humor. Seen it. It's pretty good. Oh yeah, they they talk on them. They make people. They make their buddy do stuff out in public and they're watching it so they're like hey go tell that guy you think neck t- neck tattoos are the are number one sign of criminal criminal and it's to a, it says it to a guy with a neck tattoo i mean it's just funny things like that i think that's great i have a neck tattoo so uh obviously i agree with that statement is that why you keep your mask below your neck like that to cover it up yeah i'm just trying to i'm trying to adjust my 2022 covid i gotcha deal. we're in year three here i know I, th- I wanted to be year done. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're over it. I mean, you, yeah, got the flu shot and the booster, and f- several days later you had COVID. I did. That's silly. I know it's crazy. My whole family got and it. And I sat in a, in a booth with you for about two hours, two days before you, after your boot between. I was in the sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> I was in a time sandwich. You on must the COVID. Been hold, you must been hold your finger just right, but, uh, just right. Oh, didn't get it. No. But uh, 
No, it uh, it's crazy. I mean, it really is. It seems like it's back. I mean, the, the the world's talking about COVID again. I'm hoping, like we talked about before, that that my experience is the same as everybody else. It's very light symptoms. You kind of get over it after a couple of days and, and go back to to what you were doing before. Well, I, I'm I'm calling this. This is the in, endemic in in end of first quarter three months. It's going to be normal run of business. You'll still hear about it some, but but it'll be it will have worked its way through the system and be a lot more mild. That's my prediction. I can't imagine anyone that would not hope that you're a hundred percent right on point. I mean, that's that's obviously what everybody's hoping for, and it, hopefully, it's not just something the media stirs back. It's what up. all the headlines are saying. Though. Yeah, which is good. <laughs> which is good. Reagan said she read read an article yesterday that's said that and i said yeah i've seen like seven headlines i don't read articles i don't read i'd read the headlines <laughs> you're, you're a scroller yeah a like scroll high level now i tell you when when i was at home for the days that you're at home i mean which everybody who's been through it i mean god bless that i was able to be home um but you, boy you get bored there's only so many closets to clean out and so I, I, you were talking about impractical impractical jokers um, I was on some YouTube warp, and I started finding all these like pranks that people do. And man, I'm telling you what, those things are hilarious. Like Jody's like, "What are you watching in there?" I'm like laughing out loud, crying down my face. I'm like this guy just took an exercise ball and hit his buddy as he came across to the other room. He's on the ground now. And she's like, there, "There's something, something is wrong with you if you think that's funny." You know, somebody's manipulating your mind. <laughs> That's what we're that's what we're talking about. We've had a couple of good prank wars oh, at the Roby so family Tatum, companies. Tatum Bliss Haston, my my yeah, oldest daughter, oldest daughter, my oldest child, right? Uh turned fourteen. So oh. she she turned fourteen and she got her she got her a phone. That was her birthday gift. Uh so so we decided as a family, right, wrong, or indifferent, uh just a, a topic I know comes up with people that have kids when you're children get technology and get get a phone uh 14 you held out for a while so that's pretty good so reagan was talking to the kids and said knox my youngest is, is gonna have his own phone when he's about six, nine nine because ford will get his own phone and then the family phone which is a house phone which is an iphone now not a hard line will become knox's the old hand because everybody else will have phones I like that. So we have one phone, spare iPhone. That's the house phone number now, which is normal to kids, but abnormal to grown-ups because we used to have a phone with a cord. <laughs> yeah, we'd go to grandma's with uh, the rotary. And, uh, and and then we have that, and then we have a couple old old iPads that, that get on Wi-Fi. So well, tell anyway. Tatum if she wants some good prank YouTube channels, I'm, I can hook her up. She's not allowed. She had to sign a contract to get this phone. Reagan, Good Reagan for did like you. A two-page contract, and she's she's not supposed to be on YouTube. And that's she like has what permission. happens when you come work at the Roby. You got to sign that that technology. That's good. Well, well, we have a wonderful show for you today. It's the second show of 2022. It's gonna be fun. Uh, Patrick and I are gonna interview each other. We have two two heart of the show segments. One, I'm gonna interview him. Another, he's gonna interview me. Something that we've never done before. You're listening to At Home with Roby. (laughs) 
Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services, along with Trent Hayson from the Roby family of companies. We are your host. If you missed the last segment, go back, check us out. You can podcast us pretty much anywhere, I believe. You just Google it on the www. So it's in the cloud. It's in the cloud. On the web. So we, we can make it rain, Roby, at home with Roby, anytime we want. Even in Brazil. It's great. Yeah. So uh, if you missed last segment, we did talk about uh, this. This We kind of do this periodically here. But we've never really done it in, in a formatted way like we're kind of trying to do today. But uh, obviously, if you've listened to the show a bunch of times, you kind of know a little bit about Trent and I, but, but probably wonder, like, do these guys actually have jobs? Um, we, we could do some stuff, right? There's more than just at home with Roby. You sound like my wife physique. now. <laughs> I don't like the, where this conversation goes. No, Trent, I'm joking, but uh, but I, I did want to talk to you, a Reagan. Little bit. I do go to work. We, we see him here. No, I'm joking, but uh, <laughs> we, uh, we we actually do more than host a radio show, right? And um, we got a lot going on. Especially this is Trent, a side gig. On the way in here, I was telling you, like, hey, you know, if you really haven't been on the west side of Charlotte in, in quite some time, especially up Moorhead and then hooking a ride on Wilkinson, even going left on Wilkinson, this it's is coming a whole along. different corridor. And you want to ask me some questions about it? I want you to tell us about it. You want to know my thoughts on COVID? Uh, I want to know your thoughts on the 2022 on, election. No, I life, don't want to know that. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Very simple, right? Yeah, pretty simple. I don't know. I believe do the right thing. Spike Lee had it right. The golden rule, treat others the way you want to be treated. Say it every day. Well, we, we actually end the show with that. I mean, every single show. But uh, I just I did a mic hit there. Did you hear that? Yeah. slapping. If you start slapping me around like you're slapping that mic around, we'll, <laughs> we'll bring out the pillowcase. We'll have a pillow fight. <laughs> you put some soap at the end of the pillowcase. Yeah. <laughs> That's mean. <laughs> You've been watching too many YouTube channels. <laughs> No, nah, I mean, it's exercise ball. You could do some damage with those things. Mm. Um, but no, why don't you talk a little bit? I mean, you you and your family purchased the lot at the corner of Wilkinson and Moorhead. What year was that? Uh, we started in 07. 07. And I remember you had the signs that said, plans are unfolding with the AR. Yeah, that was 08. 08 on the doors. During the, during the worst time ever to have a banner that says plans are unfolding or coming we are it probably could have just said plan is unfolding because yeah, there's a few of them to go plans around. on the ground step on it oh eight oh nine yeah but anyway yeah we uh we started working on acquiring that property at the corner of wilkinson and moorhead uh there's a couple properties there but yep. but two 2.2 acres if you've ever been headed out west toward the airport from uptown on 277 you might see the building. Uh, so that was close to close to 15 years ago. It, which is um, crazy. I mean, I remember coming going by there several times before I had anything to do with Roby, and I, I would see that. And, you know, we knew each other socially through through Dave McGuire, our, our COO, and um, our group COO. Uh, and and I, we were like, man, what's Trent, John, Trent Travis done lost their mind. What are they buying this crazy old building for? Well, we sold a, our, our old shop used to be out South Tryon. Right. On, on We had a couple small buildings on Foster and May Street, which is out near Old Mecklenburg. I guess that's Loso now, which that area has come along. Come along big. And that area used to be pretty rough, but it was an industrial area. Uh but it was hidden, and 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 I, you know, I thought I thought we were gonna grow our custom residential all over the the two state area, 
and thought we needed to be near 77, 85, and 485 was kind of the thoroughfares. That, and I wanted to be close to the city, and I wanted to have an old building we could renovate, and I didn't have any money. So that's but a all wonderful, that together, <laughs> wonderful combination. We got lucky. Well, I mean, some of real estate is luck, right? But I mean, you can't just say that. I mean, you were coming in and out of town on Wilkinson. Both well, yeah, you and I, your brother. I, I grew up on the river, so every right. day I rode into town with my dad, or every day I worked. As a grown person, we were over uh, off of Kenilworth Avenue on Harding Place, where where they're building the atrium. Atrium's expanding Pappas Properties. So we we sold those couple houses. Uh, we used to work out of, but um. Yeah, I always rode past this building, and uh, and I thought it was very visible. And what I really particularly liked about it was my belief long-term was the city had every intention. During that time, during the early 2000s, the city made the decision to bring the entrance of the airport out to Wilkinson Boulevard. And that is how you went in and out of the airport. And they, they, they said they were going to do it. They bought up all the land around Wilkinson and, and I-85, that area, to the north of the airport. When I was a kid growing up, when you went in and out of the airport, you kind of went Billy Graham Parkway. Yeah, I remember was, that. Was, was the entrance. Early 2000s, it was uh, that way. Yeah. It was. And it was it was in 05 to 10 yep. until they acquired all the land but if you reading the news in the business journal they they said we're going to make this a township a mixed-use township with offices shopping and 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 residences yeah similar to denver i'm not not too familiar but i've read about denver's airport and how they developed around the airport uh so I knew the I thought and knew the city had every intention long term to make Wilkinson Boulevard uh, a, a diamond to, and show it off, because every business traveler and, and person that came in and out of our city would would go in and out of Wilkinson Boulevard, and and I love Wilkinson Boulevard because I've always my whole life traveled that thoroughfare. And it was the first four-lane highway in the state of North Carolina. Yeah, that's why Wilkinson it's called Wilkinson Boulevard, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I learned that when we were we were uh, touring around with parking shop. My my barber for for several years, uh, who was an awesome man, he passed away uh, this summer. Uh, Ron Ron's barber shop was beside the hardware store on Wilkinson at Old Steel Creek Road, the Old Southern Hardware, which is beside parking yeah. shop. He has been in that. He he had been in that barber shop since since the early '60s, and he used to man. He had so many stories. He called it the Boulevard. I've seen a lot of stuff happen on the Boulevard, Trent First Four Lane Road and Boulevard. We 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 tried to get him on the radio. I know you tried a couple of times. Yeah, he, he he was shy. And just to be able to tell these stories, I mean, we, he I think, had so many stories. I think you know both so. of us have a, have an appreciation and and a knack for enjoying history and like hearing stories from older people telling us what's going on. I mean, it's the same thing you, you think about if you go even further back. I mean, Camp Green was is where we're yeah. literally sitting now. Uh, the history here, and we had the historian come in and talk about that. But there's so much that, that with the city that has to do with the west side of Charlotte Wilkinson corridor that, that is being revitalized now. And now it's happening. So <laughs> I mean it is happening. 15 year overnight success story that's still got another 15 to go, but uh yeah, I mean the reason the city 
did the light rail north to south down the South Boulevard corridor originally is because they didn't have the ridership to prove out in the study to get enough ridership to get the federal funding to, for half of the cost of the light rail. So that's why they did the South Boulevard. But 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 the story goes that they they would have preferred it to go from the airport to uptown originally, uh, but they couldn't get the proved the ridership out. And I don't know if the ridership's ever proved out in the South Boulevard, but but the development and the tax revenue and the success of, of growth and the prosperity that's been created from it uh, have proved out. Well, Tremendously. I Thank mean, you, Pat McCory. Just think about I mean, 2004, I started my career at Ferguson Enterprises at 101 West Tremont Avenue, which was a plumbing pipe yard at 101 West Tremont, which is at the intersection of yeah. Tremont. If you're not from Charlotte, imagine that. This is only 17 years ago. It was we had pipes and fittings and, and all kinds of, you know, bathtubs scattered across a couple acres of land, which is now a 12 story building. There you go. 17 years ago. That's I mean, good. so you think about that trajectory that we had going south. I mean, the same thing starting to happen coming up Moorhead, yeah, uh, down Freedom, and then and then essentially down Wilkinson Boulevard. And it's human nature. I mean, until you see it and see it happening, you don't believe it. You hear it, you go, "Oh yeah, oh yeah." But they're about to build two. The Griff on the Moorhead Hill here is very successful. I spoke to Freddie Griffith today. Uh, they've had a very successful project, and then there's a couple other. Uh, office projects going on here, and then another apartment building is going beside our office here across the yep. street. Wood Partners is doing it, the old two-way radio site. Um, Legion and Brewing. then across the street, yeah. Legion Brewing's Brewing Beer. They're going to open their restaurant here in the next month or so. Uh, so, yeah, and then there's about there's two apartment projects announced right at Berry Hill and Wilkinson, both sides of Wilkinson, mm-hmm. so it'll be a gateway. So it's exciting to see. Uh Come check it out, and then then you have all the stuff on Freedom and the other side of Moorhead. So uh, let's continue the conversation. You're listening to At Home with Roby. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services, along with Trent Haston from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. We are having a pretty good little conversation here. If you missed the last couple of segments, uh, first segment, you know, I think we had a lot of riveting topics. Um, and last segment, Trent, we were really talking about Charlotte. I mean, it, as a whole, and, and really where the growth is. I mean, it's exponential, and where it's going. And, and obviously, we're most familiar with the west side of town and Moorhead, and kind of talking about what's going on in Moorhead and Wilkinson. I mean, we were. T- the cool thing is when when you have my kids ponder life so much my my preteen and teen girls uh and the questions they ask are so deep it's so cool we'll be riding on the road and what's the largest city in the world or what's this or what what crazy questions and and the crazy thing is now you can google it instead of my dad (laughs) bull jiving Or telling me to go look it up in the encyclopedia that was 10 years old at the house. Britannica. Uh, so we can Google this information. Yep. And uh, I don't know. I think uh, in Chile, uh, Brazil, what, Rio de Janeiro is the okay. largest, most populated city, I think, Reagan was Sounds pulling right. up. It's the third, I said, how many people? 36 million people in that city. Relative to, I think, Charlotte pulls up about 1-2 to 1-5 million is what it pulls up as. I think that's Metro Charlotte, little, little expanded area. 
And then she showed a picture of it and how dense the city is. It's crazy. It's nuts. And New York City and Chicago, you look at these pictures, so you think about Charlotte. And, uh, it, I mean, it, well, that can go. what happens. That can go the other way, too, right? We were at, uh, at Christmas when I was talking to my sister-in-law. And they're, they're big Auburn people. She's been on the radio show. And they were the, Auburn went to the Birmingham Bowl. And she's like, oh, Birmingham's about the same size as Charlotte, right? I was like, no. Psh. Girl, come on. But Birmingham's a cool city. It is a cool I mean, city. They've I done mean, a lot with Birmingham. A lot. I know some folks down there and kind of, I, I don't want to say this wrong if you don't believe it, it'd be kind of a mini Charlotte. You know, yeah. they say Charlotte's kind of a mini Atlanta, but let's change everything that we don't like about Atlanta, right? Well, Birmingham's probably behind our backs. Saying, let's not be Charlotte, but we might be <laughs> Charlotte. But. Anyway, Birmingham's cool. I like Birmingham because it has the elevation change, so it has a couple rolling hills that you can put, you know, get, give you some nice visuals. Well, and evidently in that, I don't know how we, I mean, it, it, Birmingham has, with University of Alabama at Birmingham, I don't know if you ever followed that story, but they lost their football program, got it back, rebuilt a nice big stadium, and it's evidently a great area. And they kind of, like you were saying with the airport, they built around it almost like a little, you know, yeah. mini city. Cool. Um, I mean, I think anywhere in the Sun Belt for now, for our for our lifetime is, is – uh, is going to do very well. Um, that's the consensus of the real estate guys that we've had on here in all facets uh, of the real estate industry. People, the, the cost of living, uh, hopefully this stays the same uh, or relative, but the cost of living compared to national uh, metros is more economical in mm-hmm. the Sun Belt. Um, the people are nicer. No, the weather's good. You have the mountains in the coast, uh, accessible via via vehicle. So we were driving down the road the other day, and and my one daughter Tatum, she loves Hawaii. She's all into Hawaii, and and uh, she was asking about how much does it cost to go to Hawaii, and what relative to UNC Chapel Hill, and I mean these are crazy questions. And we're looking it up, and I said, well, you're not going to Hawaii. And she said, what if I get a full scholarship? Reagan said, what if she gets a full scholarship? She's still not going to Hawaii. Why? Because I'm not losing my kid to to a 14-hour flight away from me. <laughs> and I'm not doing it. And I'm going to put my foot down. That is. And Reagan said, and it's something I hear, and I got a bunch of friends that have grown children that went to college and moved away and live in other countries. And it's, that is awesome. My kids... I'm putting my foot down, and I'm <laughs> telling them and preaching to them now, you got a vertical eastern hemisphere seaboard here. If you want the islands, you got Bermuda, you got the you got the British Virgin Islands, you got South Florida, you got a lot of good stuff. If you want the mountains, you got the Northeast, you got Vermont, you got Canada, you got all that. If you want a big city, you got New York, you got Nashville, you got Birmingham. I mean, I don't even care if you go to... East Tech, West Texas. We'll see. Let me know how East that. Texas. Let me know how that works out for you. I mean, you're going to be there before saying. long. You got three, two, I, three years, which yeah. this will be my, like a reality. The one that was asking is 14. I know. So okay. you got about two to three years so, before this uh, is reality. Hey, you know, Reagan said, "Well, I want it to be their idea. I want to give them the choice." I said, "I don't think there's anything wrong with saying I want my kid in driving distance or a two-hour flight." We that is a I've been to Hawaii two times. I went once as a kid, and then my brother in law uh, brought us. This is right when I started, right before I started Ruby, ten year, eleven years ago. He won some trip out there, and poor Jody. We I mean that flight for me was miserable. I mean it's so far, and she was eight months pregnant, oh. 
and was like, why did we, I mean, it, 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 the trip was amazing once we got there, but that is a haul. Good grief. We went outside last night, me and Rowan, my second oldest daughter, she's 12 and a half, and there was six planes, this is it, 10, 15, we went outside and sat in the hot tub for a few minutes, six planes in the sky from, from where we sat, I said, my gosh, I'm glad I'm not on one of those planes. And she said, I like flying. And I said, baby, you haven't flown enough to like flying. And uh, she said, well, I like the airport. It's, it's, it's positive vibes. And I said, why? She said, because everybody's either about to get home or everybody's about to go on, on a trip. So, so most of the vibes are positive. I said, I'll give you that. I, I, I do like it for that reason. But other than that, I do not. Uh, it is not my goal to be on a plane at I, 10, 10, 15 at night on a Monday night. Once she gets her cell phone, I'll have my old man who flew his entire professional life, like all the time, three or four times a week, give her a call and tell her why the airport is not a positive place. Is. I, I mean, mean, I'm he glad won't even we go have in. Airports, he, so I mean, he'll go. I mean, if he he's, drives the economy. But it, if you're a business person and you're doing it all the time, I know it sure gets old. Mm. Well, Reagan and I, I think it was our second date. We went to the airport. This is pre 9 11. This is in the 90s. And you, yeah. We went to the airport and. I, I think I pushed her around racing through the con, uh, through the you know concourse A on a on a luggage buggy. <laughs> My daughter's like, well, they got good shops and food in there. I'm like, yeah, not back then. No, it was it was late and closed, but we, it was a cheap date. <laughs> well, hey, so so we were. We were talking. We we're talking a little bit about the quarter, and you're back on the oh, airport here. No, no, we had, we're having fun here. I was bragging on Jerry Orr in a roundabout way for it, building our airport. Thank goodness for that guy. I mean, that's a that's a huge, huge asset that we have here. I mean, a lot of people have heard me say this. A lot of my friends hear me say it all the time. When I used to ride into Charlotte down Wilkinson Boulevard on Saturdays with my dad to go go to work, knock around, eat breakfast, meet a couple of his customers, he would point to the city and say. Hugh McCall built that city. We owe our livelihood to Hugh McCall. And he'd say, Jerry Orr built the airport, and that's the only reason why we have the city that we have. And Hugh's able to do what he needs to do. And and that's just kind of how I grew up. You know, believe in keeping it simple, stupid. Uh, but I think that's true. It is true. Well, I mean, there you go. It's a very good business lesson of the day. I mean, I think that it, most business people – you want to try to think and overcomplicate it and find, but breaking it down to the most simple, simple task and the simple process and making yourself easy to do business with. And that's what, that's what Charlotte was trying to do. Jerry Orr is trying to make it easy for people to get here. He yeah. call trying to make it easy for that's people to That's why businesses here. move here is because within 20 minutes, you can be at an international right. airport and be in another city, you know, however long the flight is. I'll tell you something cool over the Christmas holidays. Reagan and my sister was in town, and the kids went and ate at Max on South Boulevard. It was foggy, and they put, took a picture of the skyline. You couldn't see any of the skyline, but down South Boulevard, and it had this big purple glow to it because our city's lit up so beautifully purple now. And then coming back from the beach, we went to the beach New Year's, me and my family, and instead of going 485 when we were in Monroe, we said, let's ride through the city and see the city. We hadn't done that in a while coming from the east side on, on Independence Boulevard. Coming from Monday. And, man, it is – you ride through the city at 8 o'clock at night. It is – we have a beautiful skyline. It, I don't know the purple 
is purple, a lot of purple. The truest building is gorgeous, but you got Honeywell. I mean, you have Allied, Bank of America. I mean, we got a we got a photogenic skyline, very photogenic in, in the evening, and and we always talk about it from the west view looking because that's where we're at. But but coming the other way, it looks good. And I mean, coming come, coming that way. I mean, if you're coming down, there's always it, usually on the way home, like it was, especially this time of year, it's starting to get dark earlier. There's there's people that are constantly on the bridge, Hawthorne Bridge and Central Avenue Bridge, um, taking photos back. Um, because Don't it hit is, them. It, well, they're on the top of the bridge. Oh, I have to kind of like ramp up there and take them out and come back down, <laughs> like a little like excite bike style back in the day. Um, but yeah, I mean it's it is beautiful. I mean we t- don't take that for granted. Well, it, this is fun. I hope y'all are having a good time and maybe learning something and sparking something to send us an email about. You're listening to At Home with Roby. We're talking all Charlotte. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm Trent Haston from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. If you missed the last few segments, go back. We're, uh, we're having a little fun today. No guest. We're the guests, but we're talking about memory lane here in, in, in Charlotte in the exponential growth. And, and in the last segment, we were talking about, Trent, about how fortunate we are to have this city. I mean, I, I didn't grow up here like you did, but I always tell everybody when they ask from other parts of the country, what do you think of Charlotte? My immediate answer is just the best city in the United States. I mean, wow. That's what I say. And they're like, well, you don't know that. And why? I mean, just for what you were saying, I mean, I, I feel like we have such a sense of community here and in the levels of separation uh, between people. It's still like a, you have that small town feel a little bit, but we have the big city atmosphere. Uh, our city's clean. Uh, to your point, we're three hours to the beach, two hours to the mountains. I mean, you can go surf and ski in the same day, and it, as long as you got a wetsuit or something like that. I mean, <laughs> it's it's really it's a really unique spot. No, I I agree. I, I'm a, I'm a fan, obviously. Uh, well, yeah, and it's growing. I mean, that's the other part is there's a, there's a lot of energy. We have vibrancy. vibrancy. Yeah, we have diversity. Yeah. Uh, people come from all over. With the age diversity. We have eth- ethnic diversity. We have political diversity. Um, which is which is all needed if you want to be a top tier city. You, you you need to you need to have options for everyone. I remember you know twenty twenty five years ago when I was studying Charlotte and I want Charlotte to be better. I want Charlotte to be better. You know we did we were accused of not having the nightlife and not having the restaurant scene and not having the arts scene. I think we've we've worked hard in the last couple of decades mm-hmm. and and overcome a lot of that. Uh, so now. Now, when the New Yorkers and the and the San Franciscoans move move here, uh, they got some, some make them feel a little bit like home, just a tad, just a little bit, just a dot, one one millionth. That's all we want. <laughs> no, I mean, and, and that 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 stuff is happening in droves. I remember, gosh, it's been a couple years ago. We had Andy Presley on the show, and he started. I think that was really the one that was starting. Really, I mean, we knew it. But he was doing facts out here. How many of these people were from the bigger metropolitans are moving here? And, you know, I think you and I have even talked. I mean, the, the price of real estate, obviously, in Charlotte has climbed drastically over the last five or six years. But in high, globally speaking, we're still a very affordable city. Yeah, we are. We are. Um, I, yeah, I read an article this morning, residential real estate appreciation prediction in 22 of metro areas. We're number five. Which which isn't 
uh, it's good because demand's strong, uh, but it's not good for affordability for people to live. Right. So we've got to balance that. Yeah, I mean, with, and with success comes struggles and, and questions. So, uh, but I think Raleigh's number one in that list. I was going to ask you where they were. And I figured yeah. they're pretty Greenville, South Carolina. If that even, I mean, they're usually up there. It was, I think it was Raleigh. Two cities in Florida, Tampa and, uh, and Jacksonville, and then uh, uh, San Antonio and then Charlotte. This is for a real residential real estate appreciation yep. in 22, in this coming year, what we're in. So uh, it's just one of many barometers, but, but you want to be you want to be around the, the, the top 25 of, of these various lists. I mean, I like that I like that we have have growth in high-paying high jobs. We have millennial growth. We have uh, technology job growth. I think stuff like that is important. Um, and then I also like to see the industrial sector it, still in our market be strong uh, and us have producers moving, moving to Gastonia, to Monroe, you know, uh, where people can live on the outskirts of the metro and, and go produce uh, goods. And, and hopefully onshoring will bring a lot of that back. Because that's how the southeast originally grew to begin with. We were pro- production. Yeah, I mean, textiles for the yeah, most part. I mean, yeah, and back in the day. So, and making cigarettes. Made a lot of cigarettes. <laughs> the tobacco state. I don't know if they do that anymore. I'll tell you, man, it's funny you said that. I said that. My mom had a bunch of old, like, Reports I did when I was growing up, my fifth grade, we had to do a state report in fifth grade. It was a big deal. Like, you had 30, 40 pages, and um, I did mine on North Carolina. And I kind of forgot about it. I was going through reading Dang. it. And it was pretty cool to look at the state bird and all the, the, the history. Yeah, the history of, of North Carolina. It was cool. I mean, I think I did a report on North Carolina, but I lived in North Carolina. Yeah, we weren't allowed to pick Georgia. Little they wouldn't odd. let us do that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that, was, that was against the rules. So, Patrick, what is your New Year's resolution? Oh man, I don't. I, I'm not a big New Year's resolution guy. I, I don't know. I think it's. I mean, there was a one of the blogs that you subscribe to as well. I mean, New Year's resolutions typically last less than a month, and so uh, I, I just strive to be happy and healthy. That's. I mean, that's really what it is. I'm not saying this year I'm gonna I'm gonna run a marathon. I don't really have anything like that. Do you? No, I don't do. I've never done a resolution. Uh, I like picking a word. I haven't picked one, but picking a word of the, to to kind of hang your banner like on that. A, a word for the year. I think that's good. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, I just try to do. I want to get along with my wife and uh, and and make the best out of our time together and and navigate uh, how we spend more time together. That's you good. know, I mean. You kind of grow as you evolve in life. You kind of you, you get used to going to town for ten or twelve hours a day, and then you, your dream is to spend more time. You spend start spending more time together. You start driving each other crazy. So it's kind of how, how how do we do that? And uh, so I, I don't know. And, and my my family's getting older. I got a fourteen year old, a twelve year old, eleven year old, a six year old, and a two year old. So man, that, perspective. It just has a lot of stress. It, it, in a, I love my my family is very cohesive, but but at the same time, you know, as personalities evolve, you you deal with different things at different times. So, God bless you. Hey, listen, go do the golden rule. We hope you enjoyed the show today. We thought having a fresh, 
fireside chat with Patrick and I talking about the world in Charlotte uh, would be fun. Thanks for joining us. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Have a wonderful Sunday.